Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it is the Lombardi Line as we welcome you in on a Thursday. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi feels like feels like a long time since we've been back here. Michael, how are we feeling? Well, you know, it feels like a long time since we've been back because we endured the ESPN lottery show that might have been the worst show in the history of television. And so it takes that that might have been inflicted more pain than COVID did on me. So I think that's why we've been disconnected. And I think now we're back. We can get over that. Wait, so you, you got to tell me of, you, it, it is. Well, the problem you is didn't watch it? it. Yeah, I did. But the problem is it comes off the heels like the NFL just does everything specialty wise better and then they go to that it's almost like ESPN and the NBA show they're trying to be what TNT's doing with the NBA show and when you force something it gets awkward is that fair wouldn't it be wouldn't it have been nice to have somebody that had made a draft pick before I mean Bobby Marks what, what he was in a room wouldn't it have been nice to have somebody there we got Jay Billis who only watches college basketball you know Chet Holmgren I mean I, I mean Chet Holmgren it, it, seven weeks since we've seen Arkansas take him down and he hasn't gained a pound or an inch like what like maybe somebody should say what have you been doing Chet like how about that and then we got all the players are there what are they there for to watch cards get flipped over I mean, it was unbelievable. Are you throwing your hat in the ring for next year's uh, draft show? Oh, we could do a better draft show than that. I mean, look, we could like, what did, was there one tape of a guy playing basketball, breaking them down? Like, okay, here are the three prospects. Here's what Holmgren does. Well, boom, boom, boom. Let's show them. Like, what's wrong with that? You've got all the rights. It was, was uh, it, it, was an, it was, it was, it was an underwhelming broadcast. I would agree with you. Underwhelming. I mean, Dominic could have produced a, a colossal shark show better than that. I can't believe you're still upset about it. Anyway, on Thursday. I needed to get that off my. <laughs> this is like, I needed to get that. And off you know my what chest. else they did? It was like I was rip- so mad we didn't have a show on Wednesday to be able to complain about it. I was like, come on, this is ridiculous. Also, the rapidity of the. Did you notice how they just kept on firing through the turning over the cards? Like, let it marinate a little bit. Like, just take it easy. Take a breath. Have some analysis. Well. 
But you know what else is the, what's been marinating is they want Holmgren to be the first pick in the draft. It, that's the narrative. That Holmgren's now Malik Willis. They, you got to get him. If you don't pick him, whoever picks him getting an A. Let me just say that right now. Just give him an A. Well, it, because he's that word that is now so universal, and that's he's a unicorn. If you can't describe somebody, you call him a unicorn. No, just he's just unicorn. skinny, dude. Right. <laughs> he's just ridiculously skinny. It's it's all it's da- he's dangerously skinny. And he hasn't gained a weight. Like like like, tell me how he's going to match up to anybody. You know, like Jalen Brunson was guarding was guarding uh, Draymond Green last night. Like, I mean, how is he going to match up to anybody? Jalen Brunson would push Holmgren out in the park. Like, did anybody go back and watch the Arkansas game? I'm not saying Holmgren's – although I have talked to a bunch of NBA people that think that Holmgren has a lot of Sean Bradley in him. Really? Okay. That's not a good thing. Yeah, like there, there's – like it's not universal as the worldwide leader made it out to be that he's this elite, elite unicorn. Well, speaking of defense, how about Wiggins? We asked the question who was going to guard Luka. And the answer is Wiggins and Wiggins, who is an anomaly. Well, not an anomaly. He's 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 a mirage sometimes because at times he gives you effort and he shows the flashes of why he was drafted so high. And then at times he's just so lackadaisical. You don't know what you're getting. And yesterday he pressed Luca and I was impressive with a 112 87 win for the Warriors here, Michael. No doubt. And, and, and look, let's be real clear here, though. I do think that when you shoot as poorly as Dallas shot from the three point line, you know, what did they make, 18 of them yesterday? I mean, they were 11 for 48 in the game. I mean, you can clamp down on people a lot differently than you can if you weren't. And I don't think that Dallas, that was Dallas's best effort, nor do they match the intensity of the Warriors. I mean, when you shoot 36% from the two-point line and 22%, you know, you're lucky. To me, after the first quarter, I said to myself, they're lucky to be only be down 10. I actually thought they had a chance to win the game with a rally in the fourth. But obviously, uh, Golden State rallied in the fourth. I, I think to me, the you know this was a game where Dallas had a lot of attempts, good looks, forty-eight of them, and they couldn't make any of them. Yeah, and it was you know Steph and Clay got going in the second half, like you said. There was an opportunity there, even as poorly as the Mavs played. And Luka's averaging 31 and a half for the postseason. He touched 20 last night. He was 6 of 18, 3 of 10 from deep for Luka. But Clay got all 20. What, he, what did he have? All of his in the second half, 21 points in the second half. Um, and Steph, Steph led both teams in points and rebounds. 15 yeah, points, I mean, pardon Steph me, 15 points like for Steph. Clay, which he got all in the second half. Yeah, I mean, he had 12 rebounds. I mean, and you know, look, I mean, shockingly, he missed three free throws, which was amazing. I mean, but look, they couldn't shoot. I mean, Dallas was just, they had so many good looks. They couldn't shoot. They couldn't make a shot. And, you know, will that carry over? I, I don't know if you can bank on that. I mean, I just think to me it was, I chalked it up to first game, you know, emotional win over in Phoenix, fly up to San Francisco, they're going to have to play better than that. And I think Powell, look, I think the, the, the tone of the game was set early when Looney went in there and just basically did what he wanted to do in, in the limited amount of time, and Powell didn't match the intensity. It happened in the last series. They got Powell straightened out. Look, you got to play more physically to do this. I, I think they'll adjust to it. But you're right. Look, credit to Wiggins for his sensational play. And Luca was minus 30 in the game. He just didn't, he just didn't play to the level that he needs to play. And look, as Will Hill said the other day when we were doing the show, it's, it's, it's a three-point shooting contest. And when you shoot 22% and the other team shoots, shoots 35, you're going to lose. 
Well, what was it? Bucks, Celtics, Game Seven, where there were eighty plus three pointers attempted. Eighty plus. I mean, it's I mean, just it, look. It is just a different game. I think they need to move the line back. I think they need to. I, I know this. I think they need to move the line back. I, I mean, it's just too easy now. It, it's it's a completely different game. We know that at this point now. So you and, are. And we're not getting great games, Patrick. We're not getting great games. No. I mean, let's be clear here. I Another mean, that blowout. was not a great game last night. You're, you're right. That was another blowout. Now, the adjusted series price at this point, the Warriors, you got to lay four and a half, so minus 450. The Mavs coming back the other way, plus 370, which actually, I don't know. It, it, it's it, Put it this way. Jordan Poole, at this point, may be their best player, and he's coming off the bench. He played well, you know, relatively well. They started Looney. There were some questions as to whether or not they would start Looney. They did start Looney. Now, when I say best player, I use that relatively, of course, because Steph is still that guy for them. But I thought, you know, I thought Green was good. Green is non-existent offensively anymore, but he can handle the ball, and he does so much as far as versatility on defense. It was just, you know, I guess you pack it up as, hey, that's game one for the Mavs, and you move forward. Do you expect the bounce back I do I do I think they'll match it I think they'll bounce back and I don't think they're going to shoot as poorly as they did I think you have to look at the numbers and and just kind of boil it down and they've got to re- take their intensity level up I mean Luca turned the ball over seven times they can't do that Mm-mm. I mean you know that the, we said going into the series that the turnovers you're going to get more Golden State had 15 turnovers in the game uh, Dallas had 13 but you got to make that up I mean look you can't you can't go into this thing thinking that you're going to win the game shooting as poorly as they did. They're going to shoot much better. There's no doubt. So the if you would expect a bounce back right now, coming up tomorrow night, the Mavs at the Warriors game two, open six and a half, sitting six and a half. A couple of books have dropped it to six, but a good nugget from Point Spread Weekly put in a rundown here by Matt Santos. The zigzag theory is very much alive, Michael Lombardi, in the conference finals. Over the last two conference finals series, teams coming off of outright losses in conference finals games are 13 and six straight up, 14, four and one ATS last 19 follow-up games. So if you believe in your Mavs, this would be a good spot with the zigzag. I do. I'm not going to give up on them yet. I mean, they were down to love to Phoenix and, right. and they rally back. And, and I have faith in and Luca. Luca's going to Luca's going to play better. I mean, he's not going to play like that. And I have faith in them adjusting to what they need to adjust. And they've got to change that. They, I think the crowd took him out of it. I think there was an, a sense of, wow, you know, there was that kind of a, a, a urgency that Dallas didn't match to start the game off with. And when you don't shoot well and your confidence starts to kind of wane as the game goes on, it becomes problematic. Because when you're playing, you know, I thought they would turn it around shooting. And if they kept it manageable, I mean, they should have been blown out by 20 points in the first quarter. And they were sitting there just down 10. They were lucky. Did you think the crowd was insanely loud at that chase center yesterday. I, I just, that, that it seemed sh- like it on my, yeah. And the it TV, seemed right? like it to me. Yeah. I thought it was a hell of a crowd and I just didn't think that the intensity level was matched. I mean, you know, I thought Brunson was trying to match it. I just didn't think, I think Powell played soft. I think that hurt him, you know, I, not that Powell's a great player. Cause I, I do think that, you know, Van Gundy's right. I mean, they want to get to keep Kieber before they, you know, they get to anybody. So, but, but he needs to play some, give him some minutes, you know, 
I mean, Bertrand's is 0 for 4 from, a, uh, from he's, you know, in 13 minutes. Yeah, he's a mess. Bertrand's, Washington couldn't wait to get rid of him. And you mentioned Brunson couldn't make a shot from the outside. By the way, where you're, you're very familiar with that area. So remember, they crossed the bridge when they built the new arena. It's right by the water. Right. Where is that? Because it right. looks they built, awesome. They basically built a dock. They built a dock, I believe, to build that arena on the dock. I mean, because land is so it's so valuable out there in right. such a small. I mean, San Francisco is a very small city, and so it's you know there was just not a bunch of property that you could go build something on. I mean, when the when the Giants built their stadium, that area over there wasn't very uh, accessible and it wasn't it was it was dangerous, actually. And they took that over and they've cleaned it up. And it's just magnificent. I mean, what a great city, Patrick. It, it, One it, of the best cities in the world. It, it really is. The quote of the day, Bobby Marks was in a room. No, and Bobby Marks was—he's I mean, been on Bobby? the show. I mean, like, he's been on the show. We love Bobby Marks, but like he's I, the guy like, in a room. Like, we can't have Bobby Marks telling us about some of these players and the cap and what's going on in free agency. I mean, this is what we're going to do. One O series lead, of course. <laughs> Warriors, they're laying six, six and a half tomorrow. We'll come back with game two tonight in Miami, South Beach. Michael Lombardi's Miami Heat next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Line here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher. He is Michael Lombardi. Uh, I'm looking for your boy, Tiger. He's even through nine. PGA Championship, of course, mm. underway there, Southern Hills. Rory off to a scorching start. He's four under through eight. Uh, how about JD? John Daly, two under through 13. Of course, has won a PGA <laughs> in his life. Uh, <laughs> John Daly out there gripping and ripping. And then I'm just looking for Rose is two under, Finau is one under. So it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. Tiger, he looks good. You know, he looks physically, Michael, he looks tremendous until you see him walk because he's essentially walking on a, yeah. on a, a metal rod. I, I kind of thought the same thing, Patrick. I thought he was, I thought, you know, when I watched him earlier in the week on, on the, uh, the golf channel, it looked like he was looser and kind of was moving better. And then yesterday when I was watching some of the clips, he didn't look like he was moving as well. And so, look, you know, I don't know what the weather is going to be, heat, humidity, all that in Tulsa. But, you know, these courses are not easy to go 30, to go, uh, you know, 72 holes walking around. It's going to be a challenge. like to see, you know, Rory see what he can do. I mean, I think Rory, you know, there was moments in the Masters he was playing well. Kind of thought he was going to get back in it. He was too far out. But, uh, you know, maybe he's got his game turned around. Yeah, I always pull for Rory. Good dude. Great quote. Me too. Very open, honest with yeah. the media. That's the kind of guy I you like. I see my man Ricky Fowler's playing in it too. Where's our boy Ricky Fowler? Yeah, Ricky's had an, ex- he had an exemption coming in. Let's see. Has Ricky um, – you know, it's not good when you have to keep scrolling down on the leaderboard to find nope. your boy. No, nope, um, not good. No, nope, not, not good. Still looking. Still looking. I will get you his number. Oh, I guess we should. I should bring it up to you before we get to Boston and Miami. Did you see what Jimbo Fisher said today about Nick Saban? He called him a narcissist. Yeah. I mean, he went off. Is this going to have some reverberation well, I mean, as, as far as, like, impact-wise with the uh, two of them? Because it seems like there's something going on between them. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's A&M has had – you know, I mean, what people don't realize is Jimbo's got the same record as Kevin Sumlin did after three years. Yeah. Yeah. Noodle, you know, think about that for a moment, right? 
Think about that for a moment. All the money that they paid for Jimbo after three years, it's the same as when Sumlin was there for three. That program hasn't taken a step forward. Now, we know this about the AM program. They've got tons of money, oil money, whatever kind of money you want. They've got it. They've got it all over. And they're using it for NIL. I mean, it's no different than what Auburn's done in basketball. There's some people that think, based on the NIL, that Smith will have to take a pay cut to come to the NBA. Think about that. That's incredible. Think about that for a moment, that, that you know, that, that what, what Auburn was able to do for their basketball team in terms of the playing with this licensing agreement. I'm not accusing them of doing anything illegal, but it, it is the case. Whereas, like, if you're Buzz Williams in basketball and you're going into these schools in Texas and you're trying to recruit the top high school basketball player and the guy that, who's the football player got a hell of a deal from the licensing and you don't have any money to give them, where are you going? It, it not only is bad for the sport in terms of the, the level of competition as it relates to not necessarily Alabama and A&M. Alabama's going to be fine, but Mississippi State and A&M and Arkansas and, and A&M. But it also evolves with your internal programs. Because if you're recruiting at Georgia and the Georgia football team is doing a lot of NIL deals and your basketball team doesn't have any money, how are you getting the, same, how are you getting the kids? So the reaction was from yesterday. So Saban gave a speech to local business owners there in Tuscaloosa, and he essentially said A&M, who's got the number one recruiting class this year, Michael Lombardi, said they bought all their players. And he asked the question, is the current NIL, the name, image, and likeness, sustainable? He also went on to say that Bama players made $3 million last year, quote, doing it the right way where 25 players got paid through the NIL deal. However, he's saying that Jimbo and A&M, they're buying everybody up front. So Jimbo went nuclear on them today, and it's, he got personal too. He said, ask his old assistants, and yeah. so he got personal with it. So interesting, a, a little spice. Which shouldn't be. I mean, look, you know, I mean, why you got to throw that on top of the thing? I mean, if you don't like him as a coach, I mean, he's only helped your career. Say whatever you want. You know, I mean, he's obviously upset about the NIL. I think this was more of about the NIL than it was about Jimbo. But, look, let's put things in perspective, right? So Jimbo's had, in his first four years there, he's had four. He signed five five-star players, okay, total in his four classes. This year he signed more five-star players than the entire ACC. Now, is that because the campus at A&M got nicer? <laughs> I mean, ask yourself the question. Did it get nice? Did they grow more trees at A&M? Does it look friendlier down there? I mean, like, tell me why. Why do you think that is? Because they're, they're not doing anything illegal. They're complying with the rules, and they're, they're going to put their football program dead square on the map. Now, we know this. <laughs> Texas has been recruiting five stars for years. They didn't have anybody drafted this year. Yep. They didn't have anybody drafted. Texas didn't at Liberty had somebody drafted and Texas didn't think about that for a moment. So this whole thing is all upside down and, 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 and the NC2A is right at it. The players should get paid. I'm not saying that I'm saying there should be likeness. There should be, but there should be some control. By the way, your boy Fowler has yet to tee off, I believe, 1125 local time. He's going to be teeing off. So we'll keep you updated on the PGA as well. How do you think Saban's going to take to, will we hear a retort to what Jimbo said today? I don't know. They both have the same agent. Jimmy Sexton reps them both. So I don't know how that's, I think we're going to get a sense of, quiet i don't think jimbo need to make it personal if he doesn't like nick that's fine i mean they're gonna they're gonna he's gonna 
you know, have his own opinions. And look, one thing about Nick, you could say whatever you want. Nick's going to drive his coaches. You know, I've said this many times. If the assistant coaches are happy, you're probably not winning very many games. Nobody's singing Kumbaya, you know, when you're going two and nine, you know. <laughs> I don't think that a lot of guys on Coach Walsh's staff were happy at times. No, they were happy because the results were winning, and that's what matters most. No. And it, look, let's face it. If you weren't winning, do you think Jimbo would have gotten this job? You know when or they the say, Florida State job? You know when they sing Kumbaya? When a new regime comes in. Like, you saw what happened with Kendricks, the linebacker there with the Vikings. He can't stop talking about O'Connell and the new vibes. That's when everybody's happy and there's some newness to the situation. I mean, Saban's been there forever. He's had a million, million assistants go on to have wonderful careers. And, uh, you know, it's just it's not new. So people like I, to take I, shots. I, I've, said this about, I've said this about Nick, and I say it as a compliment. There's certain coaches that need graduation. There's certain coaches that need graduation. Nick needs graduation because after three or four years, he kind of can wear on some people. That's so why that turnover is so good. Much. Then that turnover with the assistants, it's is good. good for him. It's real, and it's good for the assistants. He doesn't mind losing coaches, you know, because it, he understands he's a driven force. You know, and yet he's made a lot of coaches that have kind of come near his magic. You get close to that. You touch that magic. You become a, you become a wealthy man. You saw it, right? The special ESPN did on Belichick and Saban. It was, it was yeah. so good. I mean, I lived it. So yeah, 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 it was great. I mean, I lived it. I mean, I watched them both interact. They're they're completely, they're different in their styles. They're both at the end of the day, they get to the same place. What would you say distinctively is the difference in styles? Well, Bill is – Belichick is is very – less is more. Belichick doesn't want a lot of people involved. Uh, he's never going to – he's going to be monotone pretty much the whole way. Yeah. It's going to be – he's not fiery or emotional. He doesn't scream at people. He talks to them. Nick's very emotional. Nick doesn't mind having, you know, 700 people at a staff meeting. Bill – it would drive Bill crazy. You know, so there's the, the difference of that. Nick would love to blitz every play, would love to make an adjustment on every call, adjust to the adjust to the adjust. Bill would like to play fundamentally in one thing and get better at doing that and then move on to the next. But at the end of the day, they, they're both they're like two different chefs. One's French, one's Italian. They both cook good <laughs> meals. Would you say Bill a little bit more introverted and Nick a little bit more extroverted? No, Nick's a little bit of an introvert. I mean, Nick's Nick. You can, once Nick warms up to you, you can have a conversation. It's the same with Bill. Yeah. But Nick has probably more diversification in terms of his interest. You know, Bill's Bill's always going to work on it. Nick's always going to work on football too. I mean, look, Nick signs off on every single recruit that signed that gets offered a scholarship. There. Think about that, Patrick. I just I just marvel at the vigor. I mean, these guys are what seventy years old, and there is no sign of either of them slowing down. So they have some commonality there as far as whatever drives them, right? Whatever's innate. Well, they they love them. what they do. Yeah. They have a drive. The drive is what motivates them. They love the drive. They love the, the competition and they love figuring out the problems. And they, you know, now Nick's got to figure out this problem with what he wants to do. Jimbo was throwing just shade and launching bombs at Nick Saban today. I don't know what I don't know why that would be beneficial. It's very interesting. I didn't know they shared the same agent. So uh, the agent's yep. going to get a, the agent's phone is going to be blowing up 
on both yeah, ends. Yeah, Jimmy's ma Jimmy's managing us today. Yep, he, he's, he's earning his commission. No he's, he's earning his commission today. Yeah. Our buddy Vinny Maliulo is here, Hall of Famer from behind the book here at the South Point. He's going to join us next here on the Lombardi Line. We're presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the VEASAN Spring Special is here just in time for Vinny Maliulo. 59 bucks to get everything we offer, and Vinny needs it. Adam Burke's daily baseball plays as far as Major League Baseball. JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel, best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil, Stanley Cup playoffs. So we got everything, including golf, PGA right now. The, guy, the boys did a great job with that. UFC, USFL. NASCAR and Point Spread Weekly is included with the spring special. Every Wednesday it drops. vcin.com slash spring for 59 bucks. That's vcin.com slash spring. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas sitting next to a Hall of Famer, Vinny Maliulo. <laughs> I mean, you have to, if you're a Hall of Famer, yeah. you have to be introduced as you a Hall of Famer. To, That's the um, way it goes. Um, I don't need that every time. That's kind How of, you doing? I'm good, buddy. What's happening? We were just asking, Michael, I was just talking to Vinny about the golf handle here. We both like the PGA being two as mm -hmm. opposed to four, how it used to be laid out. And how did the betters take to it here at the South Point? They bet. Uh, they loved it. Uh, you know, uh, the four majors, obviously the Masters is number one in terms of betting handle. And it's no real shock. I think there's a familiarity with the fact that it's uh, at the same course every year at uh, at Augusta. Um but I, I think it's also the really it's a matter of logistics, right? The Masters is up for uh, about ten months, so you, you've got that that point. that that uh, amount of time to book it. Um, but it used to be where the PGA ranked fourth in terms of betting handle. Now it so it goes uh, Masters, U.S., British, and. Uh, and PGA, PGA uh, has and and the British. There's not much difference between the U.S. Open, the PGA, and the British uh, as as much as there used to be. So, uh, but I think I like it better now. It's not going up against football, Patrick. We t as we talked it's, about uh, it's not, off air, it's blistering hot yeah. like it is back yeah. at that time of the year. So, uh, but uh, no, uh, the handle uh, handle on it was uh, was good, and we we actually put it up a little bit earlier this year too. So that helped. All right, there it and, is. And is Tiger still getting most of the? Is he getting most of the action along? Huh? Yeah, good question, Michael. Here's the thing about Tiger. Just about everybody has a, a sentimental pick, a ticket on Tiger. It, it doesn't matter it's a if, token. If, if people bet John Rahm, if 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 they bet, uh, you know, uh, Shoffley, uh, you know, uh, you know, Scheffler. It doesn't matter. People throw a little something. T Tiger's got. Uh, one of, if not the highest ticket count individually. <laughs> a little sprinkle love, on Tiger. They love to bet Tiger. He's he, good for he's the event. He's the secretariat at the, at the Belmont. Everybody wants to say they saw him and they yeah. want to hold the ticket on him, yeah. Vinny. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, and I have to tell you, you know, I've gotten to see Tiger play. Uh, not recently, but even, but now. When you, you watch the gallery when it's we, you always know where Tiger is on the course, oh, of course. because you can see the uh, just the energy the, the, too. the move and the, and the vibe is is uh, terrific it's great for, uh, great for the game yeah we used to go see him at the Buick in mm -hmm. Michigan and it was just it's like a rock star coming yeah. through town yeah it, it, it really was Command's a great uh, great audience no question all right so there it is underway I'll get you the updated scores there Vinny Maliulo in studio with Michael and myself now the 
actual games as far as the NBA, mm-hmm. and we've we just we've talked about how there's been an inordinate amount of blowouts. Maybe if I go back and look last year, it would equal up. But how is the book? fared so far with all these blowouts so far so good i mean it's there's not a lot of two-way until it gets right before the game i think you know anybody looking to bet the opposite side so if you look the other day uh you know when it was announced that horford was going to be out as well a smart you know then obviously there was an adjustment and then a run on the uh uh, on the uh the heat the other day but before that it was was two-way action but then you know uh so you know took a took a a hit and for in game one um, Warriors last night was, uh, you know, they, they, some folks, more season betters took the price, uh, with the Mavs, but overall parlays and the general public were all over the Warriors. Public loves the Warriors. I mean, in recent years, they're, they're as popular as, uh, as the Lakers really, yeah. you know, when it comes to, to betting. Even here, this is a Lakers town, but yeah. it's also probably a Warriors town. In, as well. in recent years, it's uh, it's uh, there's a, there's a great deal of support for the Warriors, and even during the regular season, because typically, the Lakers and the Warriors, one of them is home, right? So it's always that last game. You know, we talk about the get-out game on uh, on Sunday night in uh, in, in the NFL, yeah. right? Uh, but you know, it's uh, a lot of times during the regular season, uh, it's uh, it's the Lakers, uh, the Warriors, even the Clippers, sometime too. So they laid the five and a half last night. Michael, what would be your guess on Smart? My assumption, it's game time, but more probable for Marcus Smart tonight with that foot sprain, wouldn't you think? I'd be shocked I if he I think he's going to play. I think, he, you know, I think he knows he has to play. To me, the Horford one, you know, it, it got a lot of press, but I don't think it was as, as big. I mean, because they hadn't had Robert Williams. They played Williams. They kind of offset one another. To me, the Smart is the glue to the team. They need Smart if they're going to win, if they're going to have a chance to win this. You know, they need him on the court. They need that third option, Brown, Tatum, Smart. You know, the other pieces are auxiliary. You know, whether it's Theus or whether it's Williams replacing Horford. Not that Horford, you know, he makes some shots and Grant Williams made some threes and all those stuff. But to me, I think Smart's the guy who drives the machine. He's the best defensive player in the league. He won that award. They need him. You got to have him on the court, especially when you got Jimmy Butler doing what Jimmy Butler's been doing. You got to put a good defender on Jimmy Butler, and you lost your best defender. It's not that complicated. Yeah, right now it looks like Smart's going to go. Uh, I don't think Horford is. Uh, uh, is I, he's not go cleared. I don't think. No, yeah. he's, yes. he hasn't. Cleared and they the keep implying. So. The line's moving back towards Boston. They keep yeah. implying there may be other COVID cases. I don't know if they have COVID or if they have symptoms. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it doesn't appear that anybody else is going to be out based on the way the line is moving currently as we sit here at 930 at your time, Patrick. And yeah. so you opened Three and a half, open four. You uh, did open yeah, with okay. the, uh, the Heat uh, as favorites, uh, obviously. Uh, but uh, money showing right now for the Celtics. I think there's also that – uh, you know the thought that with that you know was game one was a blowout. Uh, you know I'm not going to say quite it's the zigzag theory, but uh, in in reality that's that's what folks look. They don't they don't see. I think a lot of folks are of the mindset that the Celtics are are going to at least keep it much closer, and you know uh, not necessarily go down uh, uh, 0-2. But let's remember though the Celtics were favored in the series, which was was interesting. They were dollar sixty five favorites in the series. I mean now they're. 
they're, they're a dog in the series, obviously, after game one, uh, the uh, the Heat are 7 5. Take a look there, Vinny. There's your yeah. zigzag. And the there conference finals, they're very much alive. 14 yeah. 4 and 1 ATS the last 19 follow ups in the conference finals. So, zigzag alive. What's the adjustment on the series price? The, uh, right now, the uh, the Heat are uh, $1.40. So, they were, uh, again, uh, the Celtics were 65 going into the series, and now the. Uh, uh, the uh, the Heat are seven to five. Okay, so what would you do there, Michael? Would you lay it with the Heat at this point? Series price, dollar forty. You know, I, I think Boston's mentally tough. I, I think I would probably, you know, I, I would stay away from that. I, I, I don't think this is. It's far from over. I, I think we'd be rushing to judgment to say one game is. You know, Boston have their best defensive player out there. I'm not ready to concede it yet to them and we saw Miami go up 2-0 and Philly came back and got 2-0 and brought it back to 2-2 so I'm not ready to give up on Boston quite yet I think what you'll see people too uh, also is to see you know folks uh, will take into consideration what they had in terms of futures perhaps right going you know conference futures and uh, how they were positioned uh, going into the playoffs or into the series with that Uh, again the you know, did you are you taking uh, did you did you take the heat, let's say at plus forty five, mm-hmm. you know, and now you got the right. uh, the ability to it, it's not like you're going to win win because you could take, you know, plus 20. But again, could you, you, you you're following the series, but it's you're, you're basing it on on this, you know, also basing it on what your pre uh, pre-series, uh, pre-game one position was on it, too. So uh, if you're in a plus-plus now, it's not uh, always a bad place to be. Another undercash is yesterday. Total open 206 with the Celtics and Heat. Where are you sitting right now? 207 from 20, uh, 208 uh, on the opener. I'm sorry, 206 uh, on the opener. So they bet, uh, bet this one over so far. Bet it up a little bit. Yeah, 207. Don't you think it'll be a little bit, I mean, a little bit more comfortable getting the first game jitter? I, I kind of feel like the over would be in place. They're going to shoot better. You know, and then if you get smart back, I, I do think that the Celtics will have a little bit better rhythm as they get through this. You would think so. It is. It was, I mean, it, you know, the way the Celtics painted it on a couple nights ago, Michael, was that they won three quarters. But when you get blown out like they got manhandled in that third, you can't be squawking about winning three quarters in that game. They got absolutely embarrassed in the third. I mean, look, we all know that these the, these games come down to the fourth quarter. So it's like, you know, winning a prize game at the door. I mean, what, what good's it going to do you? You know, you win the first three quarters. Nobody, nobody, you can't get anything out of that. It's, you know, the fourth quarter, we know that it's what matters. Go ahead. No, Go I, think, ahead I think the Celtics have shown their resilience, right? When you look at it, look at uh, look at the previous series as well. So they were able to shake off, uh, you know, uh, several several challenges uh, against the Bucks, and so uh, now I think the Heat also had a little bit of a little bit of a chip. You know, hey, we're the, we're the number one seed. You're you know we're underdogs too. So there was a little bit of that. But again, the injuries uh, definitely impacted uh, Game One for the Celtics. Is it a given that the Eagles are going to win the Lombardi this year? I think it is. Marcus Hayes is going to join us mm-hmm. at the top of the hour. But coming back, let's get the win total here at the South Point on the Eagles because the Eagles got a lot of buzz right now. Vinny, yep. in studio, this is the Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 money line wager on any NBA playoff game. Either team hits a three-pointer. Regardless of your bet's outcome, you see the deal right in front of you. You got to use the bonus code CODE200, C-O-D-E-200. 10 bucks wins you 200 Anybody hits a three-pointer. Again, that's going to happen. So if you're a new better, go get you $200. It's essentially free. Rewards issued as a non-withdrawable free bet or on-site credit. you got to be 21 years or older. And if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, there it is. We are presented by BetMGM. This is the Lombardi line. We've got the PGA on in the corner. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas hanging out with Vinny Maliulo. Go ahead, Michael. 
No, no, I was just listening to you. That's all. I'm good. Waxing poetic. Um, <laughs> by the way, Kevin was coming in from the restroom, and he said he saw a lady playing the slots, and her service dog was sitting in the chair next to her. And I think the dog <laughs> may have been play, pulling the slots well, the, as well. Listen, there, the, dog, the dog is three, so 21 in, in dog years. <laughs> so we did, uh, yeah. did the slot tech did uh, check the dog's ID, and the, the dog's good. By so. the way, it is packed today at this where are these people coming from what are they doing here is bowling a, event oh i meant to tell you i was walking in and this dude the you know with the bowling shirts they have their names in yeah. cursive on the back i gotta get one of, we gotta get a lombardi line bowling shirt what I, do you think about that michael i love it i love it yeah with, i love with it. our names awesome. on the back yeah i think so i think <laughs> you want like a big c on it yours yeah. or you the cat? Like, Mike, michael's a captain you need a big a did michael right. just go go try to buy it because he just he just peaced out on the broadcast he's gonna be back we'll get him right back up we love, he, he went to the, he went to get his bowling shirt i will say satriali's bowling shirt i i Vinny joked, uh, I think we're going to be okay here at the South Point. The South Point always has an event going on. Like, whether mm -hmm. it's a pageant, whether it's a bowling event, whether it's just, it's unbelievable, mm -hmm. the hospitality here. And big bingo event coming up big, this summer. <laughs> which I mean, you, but it's. Your mom might be interested. Oh, my mom. is. She's in. Oh, my mom has rediscovered bingo. It's, she's, I, Does she's she go? Does she play? Every day. Nuh-uh. Oh, she's out of control. <laughs> In her community where they live, I told her, Mom, you got to, you know, she's every time I see her, she's like, oh, yeah, I, I cashed again. I said, Mom, you can't cash every day. There's, you know, you might get, you know. I mean, well, we're thinking about Mrs. Malu, though, because she was going through some health concerns. But yeah. even through those, oh, yeah. bingo was top of mind. Let me tell you something. Cashing, uh, bingo, that's, uh, that's, that's not only good therapy, it's good medicine. Trust me. <laughs> she's doing just fine. Yeah. So... Okay, we got Michael back. The I, Michael and I were joking about the the Eagles as we went to break. Marcus Hayes is going to join us. He writes for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, the Eagles, obviously the Bradbury move, but just this offseason has been just an onslaught of momentum. Mm -hmm. Where are you sitting right now in division and the season win total on the Eagles? So since we last uh, spoke uh, from uh, last Thursday, Patrick, uh, Friday, last Friday we put up divisions, uh, regular season wins, and week one. So in terms of the Eagles for the division, yes, sir. they're the number two choice. NFC East, Cowboys at minus a dime. They're the favorites. I don't think that's a real shock to anybody. Eagles plus two and a quarter. The uh, Commanders, the Washington uh, Commanders, plus 475. And uh, the Giants uh, at 10 to one. The Eagles for their match, their game in week one at Detroit are four-point favorites. And uh, for the regular season wins, uh, we made the Eagles uh, nine, nine flat, and uh, they haven't, it hasn't moved. A little bit of money on both. I suspect they'll be – I think we may see a little bit of uh, money come in on the uh, over for this reason. You know, Matt Humans did a piece uh, recently uh, on VSIN. Uh, last week he did a piece on surprise – who teams – some surprise – teams or, or consider who may be uh, some surprise teams probably going to have some more surprises in the NFC I think mm -hmm. right and uh, you know than than the AFC uh, teams that may make a plus and when there were three teams that we both agreed on one was New Orleans the other was Minnesota and the third uh, team was uh, Philadelphia and I think Philadelphia uh, it, it's it's intriguing when you look at what they've done in the offseason, uh, and then you pick out each of those teams what, you know, what's going to be the key for them. And I think the key for, for the Eagles is obviously going to be the quarterback play, right? I mean, and, 
and how and how that uh, that plays out. So if they can run the ball, um, which I think you know that's going to be, be be their philosophy. Uh, you know, you get the Commanders and the Giants twice. Uh, you know, no disrespect, but the reality is Eagles are going to be favored there. Um, I think uh, they they could. Uh, there's a sentiment at least early that uh, the Eagles may be a, a bit of a surprise this year. Plan the parade, you know, Michael. Yeah, well, it's already been planned. Uh, the the thing that's interesting is, first of all, they play the uh, they play the AFC South. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, excuse me, they play the NFC North, which really gives them an advantage, obviously. And so the other factor is is there's some shops that have it at nine and a half. Yes. And I think when you when you look over their team, you know their their schedule's fairly soft. They play the East as well. That's Washington and, and New York. And their their ability to run the ball creates some problems. So when you add all those in, when you play the AFC South and you play the NFC North, those are the two weakest divisions in all of football. And then you play and you're in the NFC East. That's kind of a, a combustible situation to get over nine. Now, there's some nine and a half. Actually, I, Vinny, I, I was doing my pod today and we were posting DraftKings over unders. DraftKings at nine and a half on the Eagles. But DraftKings had the Giants at seven. And I said to Femi, like, where's that coming from? The Giants are at seven. And the toast of New York has been Joe Douglas. He's certainly going to win executive of the year. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> and they're at five and a half. Yeah. Um, I, I got it. We've got the, uh, we've got the giants at six and a half with the juice to the over at a, a dollar 30. Yeah. So, um, you know, seven, and then what I, about the jets, the jets, uh, six, six flat, the jets schedule is brutal. It's I will brutal. say that. No, if, you, if you look Femi at the first, made a point, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Femi made a point. They could go, they could lose their first seven games out of the block yeah, if easily. You, yeah, yeah. If you look at their schedule, it's brutal. And conversely, the Eagles. You mentioned they play the North. Michael at Lions host the Vikings. It's a nice little soft spot for them to start. You know, they they and you know look that you don't get a lot of resistance when you you know Washington with the left-handed thrower. Did you see the kid on Twitter yesterday? Can throw it right and left-handed. Ambidextrous. That right. kid was insane. It was insane. I mean, I, I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, I bet Wentz has watched that video seventeen thousand times already. <laughs> How can I do that? <laughs> How can I do that? Like, I want to throw it more left-handed. You know, uh, one of the things that we did too was, and we talked quite a bit about it uh, during uh, during the spring was, we waited for the regular season win totals for. Uh, we, we got through the majority of the free agent signings, certainly the draft, but uh, and, and any trades. But also the schedule, and you, you bring up the schedule. And, again, it's not just the opponents, right? It's the, it's the sequence of the schedule, too. So uh, w- what we looked at was that. And, and, again, not that home field is as strong in, in the NFL as compared to college. In college, it's a, it's a much bigger factor, right? It's stronger in college. Uh, but in the pros, too, it's, it is a matter of travel, right? And, and so – the Eagles have, an, like every other NFC team this year, having the extra home game. With 17 games last year, the AFC had the benefit of uh, the extra home game. It's the NFC this year. Um, again, I think when you put all these things together, that's why there's some, you know, thought on the of the Eagles. Uh, Eagles also getting a, a little bit of play here in terms of Super Bowl futures. And again, not to win the Super Bowl, but just to get to the get to the tournament, so to speak, where where people want to uh, take a look at it. it went from 60. Uh, it's been bet down to uh, 40 to one too, but I think uh, there's folks that believe that uh, there's uh, the chance, uh, and the Eagles have a, a, a good chance 
in the uh, in the NFC uh, to make the postseason. I'm not trying to start drama, but yeah. you, when you handed in your season win totals, mm -hmm. was there a team that you and Chris Andrews disagreed on? Um, not, not really. Uh, it's not, there won't be as many disagreements in the pros. Uh, I would say probably, probably one of the bigger disagreements might have been, might have been the Jets actually. Um, I think, and again, not being a fan, I just had. Uh, I think there were five and a halves out there. I made them. Yeah. There were six unders. <clears throat> I made them six. I think that. I think their draft. Yeah, their schedule's tough. But they're also improved. I think they had a. I think they had a very good draft, uh, and I think I just kind of, to me, a little bit of anticipation that folks would maybe go with them in, in the second year, for Wilson uh, being beneficial. So we'll see. But um, not not really. There wasn't anything that was you know like we were a game and a half off right. or something like okay. that. No, we're. But, it was but I will close. say this about the Jets, Vinny. When you mm -hmm. dig deep into their numbers last year, you can't get any worse than they were. Thirty-two no. in almost every single category. Yeah. And one draft isn't going to – or free agent signing isn't going to change a lot of that. I think Salai's got a lot to prove. Yeah. And he's putting the pressure on himself because they're talking about how talented they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they open with the North. They host the Ravens. They're at the Browns. They host the Bengals. They're at the Steelers. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be tested right away. So you had them six. I used uh, uh, six, and I had them uh, at six. We, we wound up, you know, using six, but I think, you know, like I said, there were five and a halves out there as well. So, Vinny, thank you. It's and Vinny on Twitter to give a Hall of Famer a follow. Always the best, Vinny. Thank you Great so much. Appreciate you, you. Marcus Hayes is next. He covers the Eagles there with the Inquirer. He joins us here on the Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.